Hello, beautiful people. Unfortunately, today's topic is not so beautiful. Um, as you are probably aware, a few weeks ago, Roe v. Wade was overturned, which lets states ban abortion if they want to, even in the cases of rape and incest. And this is obviously really, really bad for many, many reasons. Uh, and so I just wanted to make a little episode talking about it and also some steps that you can take to counter this, especially since now they're also potentially going to look at overturning, protecting LGBTQ plus rights and the rights to contraception, which is birth control. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. But really quickly, going back to abortion, it's obviously bad for so many reasons. Uh, I'm not going to go into too many, too much detail because I feel like this has been talked about a lot and there's lots of places that you can get more information. But just a quick little overview. Um, it doesn't stop abortions. It just makes them more dangerous. And in the case of Roe v. Wade being overturned, it's mainly going to be poor women and teenagers and children and younger pregnant women who are going to face the brunt of this because women who are wealthier and who are more grown will be able to travel to different states to get abortions. But those who don't have the means to travel, those who are minors, those who are don't have the money or the resources, those are the women who are going to be really poorly affected by this. And also women who are facing health, severe urgent health problems because of miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, um, they will be and are already being refused treatment in certain states because doctors fear that it will be um, interpreted as an abortion and they'll go to prison. So it's really bad for women's health. Women are already dying because of this, which is extremely tragic and completely unnecessary. And also on, a, on another level, it's just really stripping women of fundamental rights over their own body. And that's a whole other aspect of it. So it's just really disgusting and upsetting and horrifying on many different levels. It's so blatantly not about life, but about control. And especially with some of these other rulings and protections that they want to revisit. So one, you don't have the right to an abortion, but two, they want to take away contraception, which it's like, okay, don't get pregnant even to begin with. And then that'll be harder. And then also taking away rights for ha for having sex with those of the same gender. So it's okay. Don't get an abortion. You can't have contraception to prevent yourself from getting pregnant. And you can't have sex with those of your same gender either. So it's like they don't expect us to have any sex at all. And yet these are justices, some of which Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh looking at you have been accused of sexual assault. And so it's just really fucked up. It's really fucked up. And it's very disappointing that these people 
can make such a harsh, can make a decision that affects so many people's lives and health and, and livelihood and basic rights over their body. And as I said, the Supreme Court might not stop there. Justice Clarence Thomas has proposed that they look at the rulings which protect same-sex marriage, the right for LGBTQ plus couples to have sex in, in general, and also the right to contraception. So these are all pretty extreme and they don't reflect a lot of the views of the majority of people in the U.S., which is why I created a template letter that you can use to send to your senators and your house representative. Um, It has a couple different aspects on there of things that Congress can do, but they need pressure, like they need to hear from their constituents to do this stuff, they're going to be up for re-election in November and they all want to be re-elected. So I think it's important that we let them know what we want because they want to get re-elected and they want to please their constituents, which are the people that they serve. And so I drafted this letter and you can read it over, make any adjustments that you want. It's in a Google Doc, so you can copy and paste it into your own Google Doc, your own notes thing, your email browser, whatever. Make adjustments that you want. And then I have links on there for how to contact your senators and your house representative. Usually you submit things in an email form that they have, so then you just copy and paste your version into their email form. Anyway, so there's four main points on this letter. The first is expanding the Supreme Court. And so there is this thing called the Judiciary Act of 2021 that a few senators drafted. So basically what this would do is it would take the Supreme Court from nine justices, which is where it's at now, to 13 justices. So it would add four more seats to the Supreme Court. And so this would bring balance back to the Supreme Court. Uh, The size of the Supreme Court has been changed in the past, but it hasn't been changed for a long time. And apparently it's actually overdue for a, a size change because the last time it was changed, the number of Supreme Court justices reflected the number of circuit courts. And that was nine at the time. There are nine circuit courts and nine Supreme Court justices. And now there are 13 circuit courts, but only nine Supreme Court justices. And so it needs a readjustment anyway. And kind of related to that, another point is to abolish the Electoral College and lifetime appointments of Supreme Court justices. So four of the five justices who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, so the four of the five justices who did this, were appointed by presidents that lost the popular vote. So Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett were um, appointed by Trump, who lost the popular vote. And Samuel Alito was appointed by George W. Bush, who also lost the popular vote. So the only reason that these presidents won was because of the Electoral College. And therefore, the only reason that these 
justices were appointed and were able to overturn Roe v. Wade is because of the Electoral College. And now, in addition to you know, these justices being there, even though these presidents lost a popular vote, now these justices are set to be there for life because Supreme Court justices have, you know, it's a lifetime appointment. And so that should also be abolished. The fact that these presidents lost a popular vote and are able to appoint judges for a lifetime is kind of crazy. So that is another aspect on the letter. Another aspect is impeaching Justice Clarence Thomas. So this is the justice who has said that they should let states ban LGBTQ plus rights and the right for any couple to access birth control. His wife did some very sketchy legal shit in the attack on the White House on January 6th. It seems like she was involved in that. And then Clarence Thomas did some sketchy legal shit to protect her. And there's already been calls for his impeachment because of that, even before, even before this whole Roe v. Wade thing happened. And also in the letter is calls for impeaching Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch for lying under oath when they were appointed by the Senate. They promised that they would not overturn Roe v. Wade and that they recognized that it was an established precedent and that it was the law of the land. So they clearly violated that. And all justices that voted to overturn Roe v. Wade have violated the doctrine of the separation of church and state under the Establishment Clause. So that point is also in the letter. Lastly is codifying these um, rulings. So Roe, Griswold, Lawrence, and Obdrafel calling on Congress to write these into law and to make constitutional laws that protect these rights. So that is also in the letter. And so those are kind of some things that I found that are things that Congress can do that can somewhat help to maybe rectify the situation a little bit. And as I said, Congress members, they want to get reelected come November. And so it's important to be loud and make your your voice heard, I think. So yeah, that's that. It's um, It's really sad because this is just kind of a chilling reminder that this country's freedoms were built for straight cis white men. And now that's kind of still being upheld, even though it's 2022 and you'd think that we'd moved and progressed much farther than that. And it's, it's a really frustrating, sad and disgusting regression. And it's so blatantly about control rather than about life. If it was about life, there would be exceptions for ectopic pregnancies, dangerous miscarriages, for rape, for incest. It's crazy that they put the baby's life over the mother's, even if that means both the mother and the baby will die, that they say they're pro-life, yet women and their unborn kids are are dying and they don't even want to save the life of the mother, which is absolutely insane. And if it was about life, 
there would be more support for healthcare and child support and bettering the foster system and all of these other aspects that are just completely ignored and glanced over. If anything, this has caused a healthcare emergency rather than helping healthcare. So yeah, it's just very disturbing and we just have to do what we can. And I will also have um, resources linked in the description as well. And yeah, I'm sorry today's topic was so serious, um, but some things are important to talk about and also important to take action on. So stay safe, stay well, stay healthy. Thanks for listening and hang in there. Okay.